Welcome to the Irish Tech News Podcast, presented by the tech doctor, Ronan Leonard. Hey, welcome to the Irish Tech News Podcast. I'm here with Dr. Noel Carroll, research fellow Leo. How's it going, Dr. Carroll? Hi, Ronan. Hi, how are you? Many thanks for the opportunity to discuss this project. That's good. Tell me more about the background of Leo, how it started. Or Sir Lero. Okay, uh, yeah, so Lero. Um, uh, first of all, just to give you um, a brief introduction, um, um, Lero is our software research centre. Um, and within Lero, I am a research fellow um, there for the last, uh, I suppose, two or three years now. Um, but I've been with Lero uh, since 2009, where I started my PhD there in 2009 to, uh, to, to 2012. Um, so within Lero, there's a number of partner institutions that includes uh, the University of Limerick, NUI Galway, uh, Trinity, UCD, uh, DCU, Dundalk IT, Middlesex University and UCC. So it's quite a, a nice broad range of, of partners here across Ireland. Um, within UL, I'm part of the Process Quality uh, Research Group. And this has been led by Professor Ita uh, Richardson. And um, some of my colleagues there include uh, Dr. Sarah Beecham and Dr. John Knoll. And there are a number of PhDs also uh, within this group where I'm also supervising uh, two of the PhDs. So I'll just give you a small little a bit of background maybe on, on Lero itself. So um, it, at the origins of, of Lero can be traced back to, I think, around the mid-1980s um, in Trinity College, uh, Dublin. Um, but in the 1990s, um, a, a guy called Kevin Ryan, he moved to UL. And in the late 90s, also, there was a development or kind of initiative by a Science Foundation Ireland, which was set up to try to attract some of the leading researchers to Ireland. Um, and also, at the same time, kind of around uh, 2002, um, kind of a leading a software engineer researcher by the name of, of David Parnas, he also came to UL, um, and he had SFI funding for five years. So that was back in, in uh, I think, around 2002. So ever since, SFI had, had tried to launch then a call for Centres for Science, Engineering and Technology, which we call CSETs. And, and basically, in that, they tried to require that, that universities have, have university and industry links and university to university links. So kind of based around that then, software researchers in the four universities, which was led by UL, they set up a CSET as was funding call, which led to an award of, of around 11 million, I think it was, back in 2005. And that was really the establishment of the Irish Software Engineering Research Centre, which is now known as Lero. And that was initially, I suppose, uh, the director of that was, was Kevin Ryan, who I knew towards the uh, kind of start of my PhD. And then later, uh, Professor Mike Inchie took over as director. And now, uh, as of this year, it's Professor Brian um, Fitzgerald. So, can I give you a little, an outline yeah, of some of the developments in Lero? Or, okay, okay. So, um, it's, I suppose it's a great research centre to be involved in because we really enjoy being part of a national um, a software a research team from I suppose, various universities, as I outlined, and institutes of technology. So we're kind of highly regarded for our, our research excellence and our strong industry focus and the links we have with various industries, I suppose, both nationally and internationally. And what's really nice is, is that all the, all the team within Nero contributes towards the, suppose, raising the level and the profile of our software research. And as a result, I suppose, Nero is now widely known for its, um, its software, I suppose, related research across the world and it's, it's got a proven capacity to attract and retain that global kind of research leaders as well. So um, it does make a substantial contribution in both I suppose, software 
related research and also just the Irish economy. But I suppose from my own perspective, um, and indeed I'm, I'm very mindful of this myself, it's important that research in Ireland can develop, I suppose, new theoretical grounds, but also how, how it can support industry development. And this is, I suppose, more obvious in recent times because we live in, in certain times, as, as we commonly hear, and we're beginning to slowly come out of our difficult economic challenges. And now we see a lot of complexity around the political environment with Brexit and some of the development in the US. So I suppose we need to start... I suppose building more capabilities on how we demonstrate that we're still open for business as, as a country and indeed as research centres. But I suppose for the research, how we exploit these opportunities and the complexities in both the political environment and, and, and business environments, how we now exploit that potentially in terms of research innovation. So in essence, I suppose it's we must try to continue to focus on delivering both the excellence in research and the economic impact. And I think we did quite well in Lero because we really have, a, I suppose, a strong interface with a wide range of industries, state ag- agencies, um, educational bodies, and international collaborators. So we do a lot of, of of good work in that in terms of the research excellence and the social um, and economic relevance. Some of the, I suppose, the wider household names that people might be familiar with in terms of industry contacts we'd have include, I suppose, like the ACI, Dell, um, we'll say Fidelity, um, we'll say Intel, um, Coca-Cola, Microsoft, and the companies like that. And we really get a good broad range because, in essence, I suppose, all of these companies have one thing in common, that they're software-driven companies. And this is, I suppose, where Leroc has the capabilities and competencies to try and support and deliver um, research excellence in that sense. And uh, within Leroc, it, it, it's divided up into certain research teams or hubs, um, and, and that ranges from methods and standards, um, autonomous and adaptive systems, um, software performance or security and privacy. And I happen to be part of, of the methods and standards group within Lero. Um, and really, I suppose, including like the Calmac, the, a company that we're going to discuss, companies really benefit from collaboration with Lero from trying to gain access to expertise at the pool of, of expertise in terms of software engineering and working with, I suppose, the world-class researchers that we have in various domains. And that includes areas like smart cities, um, Internet of Things, financial services, and medical devices, and so on. So that broad range is quite nice and attractive to industry, um, and they're quite happy to try and, and tap into some of these resources that Lero offers. And also, we regularly hold workshops or various seminars where we invite industry as well to participate in and so on. So it's quite nice, and uh, um, and that works quite well in, in terms of the Lero collaboration and, uh, and the footprint we make in terms of, of research. So um, I hope that gives you kind of a, a broad overview of what Lira is about. Yes, it certainly does. Yeah, and then tell us more about the deal you've done with uh, with Kelmac. Yeah, so I'm not sure if you, if you're familiar with Kelmac as a company, but Kelmac is a is a Limerick based uh, company, and they focus on standards and compliance. So they have a, a really strong sort of reputation on how they provide consultancy training and auditing services. But again, um, I suppose just to highlight the importance of, of some of the Lero uh, research, a couple of years back, a few of my colleagues, Dr. John Noll and Dr. Sarah Beecham, have been involved in a global teaming model. And this was really um, research that was the output of, of global software development type research. And companies like Kelmax uh, became interested in this because they saw a need to look at how they offer um, a global um, as a services, and they saw this global team as a teaming model as a good opportunity to look at well, how can we offer our services across the across the world in essence. So I was involved in, in that global teaming model in the early stages, but but it was largely led by by John Noel and Sarah Beecham, 
and Kelmac became interested in this, and this really fueled the the initial um, discussions on how Alira could support Kelmac, um, and this led eventually to a two hundred eighty thousand R and D program between, which was both funded by Kelmac and SFI. And the project, was, in essence, was, was designed to try and transform the group into becoming a global professional service practice. So at the moment, they operate in Limerick, uh, um, in New York and London. And it's largely based on them having to um, travel, also physically, meet their clients and face-to-face. So as part of this plan and, and to try and roll out online services, the Kelmac Group decided to look at how they can double it, its workforce and to try and open an uh, international R&D technology centre here at the Classy Technology Park in Limerick. So, again, the fund itself is, is, is co-funded between Kelmac and SFI. And to date, Kelmac really operates in the audit training and management consultancy space. Um, and they really specialise in, in supporting customers, I suppose, to maximise their uh, the ISO certification, the compliance and performance management. So they're really looking, I suppose, they've experienced in this space for the last 20 years or so. And they've built up a, a customer base across, I think, it's 46 countries now at the moment. So that's... That's putting more and more pressure. I suppose the more um, expertise and, and the bigger the brand becomes, uh, I suppose the more drain it has on the resources. So they need to look at how do we operate within 46 countries and minimise the resources, become, I guess, more efficient as, as a company. So in order for the, for the service uh, at a local and, and, and I suppose global level, um, the customers are trying to really embark on this sort of a technology as a strategy. Um, and again, they started to look at some cloud-based products and services. And behind that really is to look at solutions that become more scalable. Because in, in this space, it's quite difficult to try and determine what the demand for services are. So they need to begin to look at um, technology solutions such as cloud that can become more adaptive and agile in terms of how we can provide technology solutions to meet that, um, that demand, that unpredictable demand in some cases. So they need to become, I suppose, more and more technology-centred in a response to, I suppose, these global challenges that, that I've kind of outlined earlier. Um, and as part of this, I'm working on the research on, I suppose, it's an action-based uh, research project. And we're looking at how we can contribute to Kelmax, I suppose, overall business model. So I've been working with them for the last couple of months now. And the stuff that they've been involved in is really exciting, really innovative. But they really want to push it that little bit further in terms of how can we um, maximize the uh, level of services that they can provide. So um, at the moment, like I've just outlined, there's needs Kelmax to have to be constantly on the customer site. And, and they see that as an unsustainable a business model and they want to grow the company but at the same time they want to achieve some sort of a work-life balance so that's important here in Kelmac. Um so, so I suppose the research project itself is trying to support how can we deliver these services on a global online offering rather than having to go from site to site because that is quite challenging on people's personal lives and their work-life balance and so on. So ultimately the focus of this research was trying to transform the Kelmac service operations and how to deliver the products and services and so on and to become, I suppose, a leading um, independent global professional uh, service provider. So, um, again, it's quite varied in terms of the services that Kelmac offers because they work in, in life spaces, uh, they work in food and beverage, they work in financial services, engineering, technology and so on. So it's quite broad in terms of the various domains they work in. But what's key within all of this is how, to, how they can deliver an efficient service and what the underlying infrastructure could be in terms of online training and so on. So they offer services, again, to 
kind of I suppose household names like Diageo, Blambi, and so on, and like analog devices. But they're trying to look at how they can provide training. So training really is the core focus. How they can enhance the value for customers in terms of the training they provide. So that gives us the opportunity to look at a various process models in software engineering and the work we've done um, in various other domains in Lero, and look at how we can. Um, and improving the services because they're really interested in, in, in uh, I suppose, in job retention, improving our competitors, competitiveness, and so on. So we're looking at how we provide the best possible service to them to ensure that they can deliver greater compliance to meet growing and unpredictable demands. So in essence, I suppose this is a two-year program, and I've, I've, I've been working with them now for the last two months or so on. And at the moment, I'm looking at how we assess where Kelmac currently are in terms of their service operations. And we're at the early stages of developing a strategy of how we need to map out where they need to be and how the technology can facilitate Kelmac to get there. Um, I suppose from a research perspective, it's quite exciting because we can learn about how we can develop new um, models and kind of methods in terms of the processes that are required to ensure the companies like Kelmac can provide a high-quality service, offer agile solutions, and continue to grow with customer demands in the global marketplace. Because again, we need to try and look down the road to see what technology will look like uh, in a few years and how do we align the company's, I suppose, business strategy and business model up to that. And of course, from a research perspective, it's, it's more exciting from, uh, to look at how we can publish in this space in terms of the research developments and keep the suppose, local, um, even the national and international community in this space up, up, to, up to speed with current developments that we're working on. So it's quite nice that way, and it's a really exciting project to be involved in. Um, and that, I hope it gives you an overview of, of the project itself. Yeah, it does. You guys are doing a lot of work in the area, and it's paying off. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, ourselves, well, as far as this project, yeah, it, 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 it's, a quite, it's quite broad like a, in, in terms of the project itself, but um, working with, with our colleagues in various other um, I suppose partner institutions, we, I, I suppose one of the benefits of, of being within Nero is, is that we can enjoy learning from other expertise in, 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 in different domains which we can borrow. So some of the guys in DCU would have worked in, in cloud computing, for example, and I would have worked with them in the past. So it's taking research um, that has been all, was carried out also in the past and seeing how can we, um, how can we I suppose, further enhance that like within a different domain so it's quite nice in terms of the expertise that are available in Nero and how we try to I suppose maximise the output of that um, so yeah it's, it's, it's quite interesting Alright thanks very much for, the, for that uh, conversation Dr Noel uh, and I, I, I look forward to uh, hearing what's going on with you Dr Noel Carroll and thank you very much for that and uh, take care and uh, I'll talk to you again real soon Thank you very much Ron I really thanks. appreciate the opportunity no thank you take care Take care thanks bye Thanks. bye 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 bye, bye. bye. bye.